<laughs> hey guys, Ben here with uh, a little bit of an apology. So uh, I, I've recorded a couple episodes in advance of their releases. So I've got this one, and then I've got another one that's coming out uh, in a couple weeks. The, this one, the top five favorite uh, fictional presidents. And then in a couple weeks, I've got the top five favorite baseball movies. And unfortunately, as happens with technology, uh, a setting was wrong. So my guests for both of these episodes uh, sound great. And unfortunately, and unprofessionally, I don't. <laughs> so uh, my microphone, un somehow settings got switched with updates that happened to the computer and my microphone it was picking up the wrong microphone. It wasn't picking up my studio mic. It was picking up my webcam mic, which you hear me, but it doesn't sound great. So I'm embarrassed and I apologize, but I can't go back and re-record these episodes because they're just really good. They were really great conversations. My guests were fantastic. So it's not fair to me to have to go back and do that. Um, and make them re-record it because then it loses some of the magic. So I'm still going to release these episodes. Again, I apologize for the way they sound uh, in advance. The settings were wrong. It's my bad. I swear other episodes are going to be normal. I'm going to double check my settings before every recording, which let's be real. I'm a professional. That's what I should be doing. And I slacked. So Again, I apologize for this episode, uh, whether it's the top five favorite fictional presidents episode that you're listening to or the top five favorite baseball movies episode you're listening to. Uh, apologies to listeners for both of those episodes. Uh, this little warning here is going to go ahead of both. So uh, I don't know which one you're listening to. Hopefully you're listening to both of them. But again, I just want to apologize. I had the wrong setting. Uh, but with that being said, thank you for listening anyway uh, and hopefully accepting my apology. Uh, and on with the show. Welcome to Wilhelm. I am your host, Ben Beck, and it is President's Day. So what better time than now to talk about our favorite fictional presidents uh, in both television and film. Uh, and to do that, I, of course, need my guest. He is no stranger to Wilhelm. He has been on before. He'll be on again. Uh, he is the host of the Daddy Daughter Bookworms podcast, as well as what is from on the Podcastica Network. Please welcome back my friend, Alex Baelish. Hey, how are you? And happy President's Day? President's Day. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, we're recording before President's Day, obviously, but at the time. No, I'm saying, this is like, the, yeah. I, I thought there was a sale going on or something that we should know about because there's always a sale. Well, you never know. It might come up in the post credit. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yep. Um, thank you for coming back on. I know this was kind of a relatively quick turnaround to do this one because this was an idea I had at the time we're recording this literally only a couple days ago. And you jumped on it. You were like, yeah, I'll do it. Uh, I'm up for the challenge. Yeah. Sure. I mean, you know, it's <laughs> no, you know, it's fun. I, I think that there's a lot of great president adaptations 
which after reading the topic, I realized that half of my half of my list I had to rework because I was looking at, <laughs> I was looking at the wrong type of list. But no, you know, there's a lot of great presidential uh, depictions. Of, yeah, depictions. And yeah, I just I I just love it. So. You know, let's get into it. And yeah. I think that there's some fun. You, you know, it's nice. Some of these movies um, are our favorites and some of them are just feel good movies. So, yeah, I, for I, sure. I'm just I'm just looking forward to talking presidents. Uh, before we do that, though, I do want to say and I, I didn't tell you this before you started recording because I wanted to save it for the recording. But I want to say that I, as somebody who has followed your journey as a podcaster from start to where you are now, I want to say that I'm actually very happy and sort of proud in where you have gotten to as a podcaster, as a fellow podcaster. I know, you know, field to screen was your first venture into doing your own thing. And I was happy to be a part of that. And it didn't exactly go the direction that you wanted it to. But now you have two successful podcasts in Daddy Daughter Bookworms that you do with your daughter, which was a amazing idea, and I'm so happy that's that's becoming popular. But man, you guys over in What Is From is you guys are killing it on that podcast. Well, all I can say is we got really lucky, and I've had conversations with you before. I've had conversations with. A lot of different people in the celebrity TV world. And we just really got lucky by, thank God that some of the actors are Canadian and they're really <laughs> nice. And I don't mean that to be funny. Like, yeah. you know, and they're not, they, they weren't A-list stars. So you could get to them. And I literally have great relationships with that cast. And I know, and I don't, I don't mean to be funny. The fact that I got to, and I'm sorry, Ben, I got to interview Harold Purnell. Just say his name. Just, yeah, say it. It's fine. I know. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. And I, and again, I don't know if you listened to our 50th episode because, you know. I know, everybody... the I know the surprise that you did. Yeah. And, I'm aware. And, and for those of you that are listening, the, my proudest moment was I have a connection with Harold Pernow and he sent a video thanking us on our congratulating us on our 50th episode. And I have to say it was probably, and I surprised my podcast partner Lizzie with it. And it's just, it, it's a, it's a wild ride. Like I'm, I don't even like, it's not even real, but you know, I've been really lucky. I started out guesting on a couple of shows and now, you know, I've been doing a couple of Disney Plus shows with on podcasts to go for the Marvel cast. And, you know, I love guesting and I love talking about this kind of stuff. So just thank you. I, I mean, I'm thanking you because if it wasn't for you and some of the advice for you and a whole bunch of other people, my my room wouldn't be a podcast room and we wouldn't be talking right now. No, but I'm just I, like I said, I'll let you. Uh, You'll get a chance to plug it a little bit more too at the end of the conversation. But I wanted to say, like from the start, that like I'm I'm happy for your success. I'm proud of like everything that you've been doing. And I just you know, when you did that thing for the 50th episode where you had Harold Pernot and a bunch of the other cast members on set, like not even just doing it from their living room, they were doing it on set of the show. I was like, Okay, 
that's pretty impressive. And I was like really smiling as I was watching that. And I was, it made me very happy. So I'm, I'm very happy that you've, you've become as successful as you have. Well, one of these days I'll, I'll have Wilhelm type show and I can say, I knew, you know, you knew me when. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So let's get into it. Yeah. Let's get into the conversation. So, um, as always, uh, this is because of this top five format, there will be spoilers, or there may be spoilers, just not always spoilers. Be fully aware of that. Also, Alex and I have not revealed our list to each other, so he doesn't know any of my top five, and I don't know any of his. However, I'm sure there's going to be crossover on this one, so uh, we'll see where it goes. But with that being said, let's dive in. Uh, our top five favorite fictional presidents from television and film, Alex Give me your number five. My number five, and I told you this right before we started, it was hard because I think we have a lot of the same. So I decided to go in a completely different direction on probably one of the movies that you love, um, which is Escape from New York. Uh, oh, okay. I didn't see that one coming. I know. That's why I purposely wanted to make sure. And when I was redoing my list, I'm like, oh, shoot, I have to find people that – because I had a lot of presidents. Like uh -huh. they played the president, but the president and all he's called is the president um, is uh, Donald uh, Leeson and he Pleasance. Pleasance. I'm sorry. Yeah. And and he first off, I love him because he was in one of my favorite movies, um, favorite World War Two movies. And he played a, a, a person that um, the great escape. And he and he played this guy that was going blind and all this other stuff. But I just love how he just let it all ride out. They let him. They they let it. He basically let them do whatever they wanted to him. I mean, as an actor, not as a, mm -hmm. as the president. You know, they dressed up. They they made fun of them because the president was just so uh, such a big figure in that um, in that time. He had caused the whole New York becoming this huge jail and i just i i just love the movie and he just happens to be in it so maybe that's more my love of the movie than it is him but i just love the whole aspect of them trying to get him in with the wristband and all this other good stuff i, I what's your thoughts of uh, escape from new york because i know you have thoughts i love escape from new york um, i know you I do mean, i i, I I mean, I'll even say like I, I know it's not nearly as good as the as the as its predecessor, but even like I like Escape from L.A. I think that's a, just as fun of a movie. Um, New York did it better because New York did it first, right? But I mean, it's you can't go wrong with Kurt Russell. Of course, um, you know Ernest Borgnine is such a legendary actor. Seeing him as Cabby is fantastic. Like, yeah, it's uh, it. I, I I love Escape from New York. I haven't watched that movie in a while. I was watching it to prep for this and it translates pretty well to today, but at the same time, I mean, there's just some gags in it that are like, Oh, that's just, that, that just doesn't translate well. But I mean, in general, it's a fun movie. I think what they did, what I like about his particular character is I think it's as real as it could have been for the situation that he would have been in. Mm -hmm. you know, I agree with that. Uh, you know, I, I just, I, and yeah, so that, that, that's my, that's my, uh, number five. That's a good one. I didn't, I did not see that one coming at all. So that's, that's a good way to start. Good way to start this list. Uh, 
for my number five, I went with one that is still a favorite of mine to this day, obviously, which is the reason why it came on this list. Uh, and that is President James Marshall from Air Force One. Yeah, baby. Harrison Ford as not only an awesome president, but a badass president. You're talking about a president who was ex-military, so he knew how to handle himself. But at the same time, there there are these little moments... I mean, let's forget about the fact of the amazing cast that that movie has, you know, with Gary Oldman and William H. Macy. Like, the movie itself... You look at Harrison Ford as President James Marshall, there are these little nuances that not only make him badass as a president, but just an amazing family man and father. You know, one scene in particular I'm thinking of is, you know, when he's being held by Gary Oldman's character and they have his wife and his daughter in front of him and they're threatening, you know, to kill his daughter. Oh, yeah. And he says, like, I'm going to count down to five, count down to one from the count of five and or no it's from the count of three and you know ordinarily for drama of a movie like they're gonna wait until like the last moment before the person gives in and says okay i'll do it yeah but in this particular in this particular scene you know he says three and he's like i don't want to and the moment he says two he's like i'll do it like doesn't even get down to one and that is a moment that really shows like what is more important to this character? Is it the presidency or is it his family? And of course it should be his family. Of course. You know, I but mean, he, this, this was on my list as well, but it, I mean, he has one of the greatest lines ever. Get off my get plane. Off my damn, yeah, exactly. Get off my plane. <laughs> yep. And, it is. Yeah. It's, it's such an amazing moment when he does that. Cause I did, I rewatched this movie in my prep, in my preparation right, right. For, for this. And cause it's, it, one because it has been a while since I've seen it too, so right. I wanted to I wanted to watch it, and two I wanted to kind of remind myself of how he is as president. But you know, it's such a fun movie leading up to that moment. But that is such a moment like when he wraps the parachute strap around Gary Oldman's neck, pulls him in close, and just says "Get off my plane," pulls the chute so it snaps his neck. It's like as a viewer, you're like, "Fuck yeah!" Like you that was here. awesome. That's all. I mean. It- it, yeah. it was it was definitely um, uh, a satisfying ending. You know, a lot of times you don't get that satisfying ending, and that's totally satisfying and an ending uh, as it can be. So yeah, there uh, are there are a couple moments that don't hold up um, technology wise, like when Air Force One crashes. Right. Uh, the the CGI is a little off on it, but I mean, come on, like we're talking about a movie that was what nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. So it's forgivable. I mean, please. I mean, like I said, of course I have it on my list. You know, I don't have like a, a one through five. I just have kind of like a whole bunch of of movies. Um, You'll put them in order as you go. Yeah, yeah. It's just, but you can kind of stick that to the side and um, away we go. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. So then that being said, uh, number four. All right. So I went deep into the archives and one of one of the... It's not my favorite movie, but I love Stephen Colbert as President Hathaway in Aliens versus or Monsters versus Aliens. <laughs> you are going off. You are going off the beaten path, and I love it. 
But you know what, though? I mean, yes, we could talk about the same five movies, but that's not what people want to hear. They want to yeah. hear stuff. I mean, guys, if you want the dumbest, funniest president, you don't have to go look on CNN. You don't have to look on MSNBC. Look to this guy because because Stephen Colbert kills it. Every word out of his mouth is so awfully awesome. I mean, he he is he's trying to always be on the, the right side of history, yet he can never be. And he's just a disaster. And he just is always oh. It, it's just great. I, I just love him. I'm sorry. He just like, no. Don't apologize at all. It, but it, it just makes me laugh all the time because he's he he is every politician's. You know, he's the dumbest politician ever, and that's what makes him so great. Well, I mean, and that's the thing too. Like, uh, like a lot of the ones on my list are ones that are straight up presidential um, right you know and but one of the ones that's on my honorable mention list and i'll mention it now just because it's in relation to the one that you mentioned is uh, and i always have to i have to read it because i don't have the name memorized uh and it's Dwayne elizondo mountain dew herbert camacho and that is terry cruz's portrayal of the president in idiocracy oh i he's, he was my honorable mention as well because that's just a it, it, he's oh god it's so ridiculous of a character, but that's what kind of makes it humorous, you know, in relation to the one that you just chose with Stephen Colbert from Monsters vs. Aliens. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Either. I didn't either. And when I started doing like the, the research for it, I'm like, let me see what the list is. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So, I, you know, I, I took a little a little glance at it. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is really good. So yeah. and, and again, you know, one of the things I love about this, you know, doing Wilhelm with these top fives are is to give people yes a good list of five things but also to get them to go watch a movie yeah I think. well that well that was one of the main re- that was one of the main objectives of creating this podcast as well was not only to give myself movies to watch that I had never seen before and maybe missed out on because other people love them but to generate an and a, a an influence for people to go and watch other movies that they might not have ever seen because of what people have to say about them. So, you know, yeah, exactly the same reason why I I do this podcast as well Yeah, is to do that. I mean, and again, these are top five favorites. These aren't lists that we're putting together that we think are the definitive best. Um, These are just for some reason or another ones that we just love because you know, they could be goofy. They could be stupid. Like that's the point of a favorites list is it's not, they're not favorites are not always the best. So, right. you know, uh, but with that being said, I'm, I'm going to go into my number four and I might get some shit uh, for this one. Not because he's in my top five, but because a lot of people are going to say he should be higher. Uh, and that is president Jed Bartlett from the West Wing. Boo. And I'm going to say it for this reason. And it's not for the reason that you think. I thought this was supposed to be movies only. No, it's no, it just says favorite fictional presidents. Okay, then never mind. Then yay, he's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It just no, says no, fiv- I, favorite I just, fictional presidents. My 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 bad. And again, I was going to have them, but I'm like, <laughs> you can't because it's not movie. And uh, yeah. anyway, so. Favorite fictional presidents doesn't have to be, it can be film or television. So, but I mean, 
again, like a lot of people would probably criticize the fact that I don't have him higher on my list. And I want to kind of preface this by saying the only reason why he's not higher on my list is because I have not finished the West Wing. I've only watched the first two seasons. But that I think that does speak highly of Martin Sheen's portrayal of this character in that in only the two seasons that I saw, he already made it to my top five. I'm going to say, you know, The West Wing is is kind of like you're lost. I know how much you love Lost. I mean, it, every every episode is so witty and so awesome that it it just it it's all I mean it it really makes you think if the president if the president was that guy we would be in a better place. Oh, I firmly believe that. And I think 99% if not 100% of the people, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, will say the same thing. If if President Bartley was the president, everything would be a better we'd be in a better place. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Um you know, Put aside the fact of, again, similar to Air Force One, the amazing cast that that show had in Martin Sheen as President Bartlett, Rob Lowe, Allison uh, Allison Janney, Bradley Whitford, Dulé Hill. Like, the the show, I I loved the two seasons of the show that I watched. I just... Oh, no, yeah. It it got away from me not being able to continue. And I can tell you right now, very before anybody says anything in in feedback or anything like that, um, I will be finishing the West Wing relatively soon and I'm starting over. Like I'm starting from episode one and going until the end. I mean, you know, it's one of those shows, like I I watch a lot of the Big Bang Theory over and over and over again. Me too. And, and, you know, it's kind of like you could watch the West Wing and you don't, it doesn't matter what season it is or whatever. You just kind of watch it to see what happens and they're all good episodes. I mean, yes, are there other bad episodes? Yes. But in general, every episode is engaged. It's kind of like Law and Order. You know, you can always just watch it. Well, I also know that Jeb Bartlett is not the president for the entire series, um, which is fine. But I still want to watch. I still want to watch the series and go through it. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, and not only that, but, you know, another great name attached to the West Wing is Aaron Sorkin. I mean, and I don't really think... You can go wrong with anything. He does politics so well. Right. Oh, no, absolutely. So, you know, when you hear about a, a, a show that takes place in the White House and it's written by Aaron Sorkin, yeah, like it, it's, a, it's a no-brainer. Uh, number three on your list. Okay, so this is an older movie and it has two of the greatest comedian. Actually, no. It has more than two of the greatest comedians ever. It's my fellow Americans. That's in my honorable mentions list. I mean, I don't care what you say. Jack Lemon, if you have, if like people like my daughter who are only nine are, are, are not a complete person if they haven't actually seen Jack Lemon doing his thing. I mean, gr- grumpy old men. I, uh, I I go back when it comes to Jack Lemmon. I go back to some like it hot. I, I love that mean. movie. I love that movie. He he. And then you add. Wait, just um, I just pulled up the IMDb. James Garner, Dan Aykroyd, 
Yeah, it's John um, Hurd, Bradley. Wait, Wilford Brimley, Bradley Whitford, um, Esther Roll, and I mean, it's just like and and if you don't know who James uh, Rubhorn is, James Rubhorn, yeah, you'll know who he is when you see his face. I mean, you know, it's just like it's awesome, and it's just it's a it's a fun movie, and. If you like, if if you love those eighties type of, or I'm sorry, it's a ninety. It was a ninety six. I'm sorry. Yeah. But it, it's just, just good slap comedy. You're not going to be disappointed. Um, two former presidents, they're They hate each other, and they have to join forces for the corrupt president. And it, it's just kind of very telling, even for today. It's more well, relevant to today than it is any other time. That that movie, I just yeah, it's in my honorable mentions because I'm with you. I think that movie is just such a fun movie. Jack Lemon and yeah, um, uh, Jack Lemon and James Gardner just work so well together in their like their constant competition with each other. Uh, and, and as you mentioned, like the plot of the movie is that they're they're basically two ex presidents on the run, right? Because yes. Because they're being chased by because they think they're corrupt. Uh, right. And it turns out that it's the actual current president played by Dan Aykroyd who's the – or is he the one that's behind it? No, actually I think it's Bradley Whitford's pet character that's behind it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's the vice president. Or no, John Hurd is the vice president. Yes, John Hurd. No, no, John Hurd is the one that's behind it. Yes. That's right. The vice president is the one that's behind everything. So, but yeah, it's it's a fun movie seeing the two of them together and it's on the run and like slipping and hiding into gay parades and like sleeping in the same bed in hotels. Yeah, it's just it's a ton of fun. And you're right; it's that cheesy mid '90s comedy, and that just it makes it great. Unfortunately, you know, as we get older, we turn into our parents in the sense of you find that 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 time that that time period and you kind of stick to it because you like all that kind of stuff. Not to say that I'm going to have stuff that's not in there, but it's just funny is funny. And that's yeah. funny. <laughs> um, that's a good one. That's a good pick. Uh, so that leads me to my number three. And this is a bit of a tricky one because my number three is also a nineties movie. Uh, and it is not, the president that is my favorite. It is his body double that is my favorite. Uh, yeah, and that is uh, Dave Kovic filling in for President Mitchell in the movie Dave. Yeah, I adored this movie so much. I actually rewatched it last night. Um, I've seen it more times than I can count that I, so many times that I didn't need to rewatch it for this podcast. I just did because I love this movie. Kevin Klein, Sigourney Weaver, Ben Kingsley. Uh, it's written and directed by Ivan Reitman, you know, which is the same person that did Ghostbusters. It's got Charles Grodin, Ving Rhames. Like there it's, it's another great cast. And it's, this is another one of those, instances that you kind of mentioned with president Bartlett, where when Kevin Klein as Dave Kovic steps in to fill the role of the president and things get so much better, like if that's how the president was today, 
the world would be the country would be a much better place. Right. You know, absolutely. You, you know, seeing what he does, not he, he does a better job than the as filling in for the president than the president did as president. And I had this like as my one or two. I mean, it was in my list as well. But what I love about it is he was the president and then there was this underlying love story where he basically courted the first I mean, lady. Yeah, the first lady. Yeah. And it's just it, it the there's just one word. It was just cute. Yeah, I can yeah, and, and that's a good word for it. There's not there's not anything bad about it. And I mean it has some great great stars in it. And that's the thing that's so um that's so amazing. Um I'm just trying to pull it up again. Well, I mean, like like I said, like I mentioned, um, you know, obviously Kevin Klein, uh, Frank Langella, Kevin Dunn. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Frank Weaver. Um, you know, and then Laura Linney has a very early in her career cameo in it. Bonnie Hunt has a small role in it previous to her Albert, how big her career is. But then when you look at the cast as the credits are rolling, there is such a long stretch of all these people in politics playing themselves. Oh, I know. There are senators, there are governors, there are press agencies. Like, there's so many people that play themselves in this movie. And it's fun. It's just f- it's fun for that reason that they did oh, that. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, it's great when they do that kind of stuff where they can actually get the, uh, the real people to kind of give it a little uh, legitimacy. <laughs> so to speak, but um, but yeah, it's it's there's nothing bad about it. I mean, you know, one thing every time I think of Ben Kingsley, I think of him with that stupid hat going into the president's office, <laughs> and he's like, "Here is the gift from some country that we've never heard Burundi. of." Yes, and he puts it on the table and whatever else it is, and and he's and and then they get into it how he's just trying to. Um, you know, sack his career and, and it's just, it, it's really kind of neat, but I love the fact that, um, Kevin Klein or Dave really gets to the heart of what everybody's about. And, you know, he turns, he, with the exception of, uh, Frank, I mean, he turns the guy, Alan, Kevin Dunn's character to get him on his side. Mm -hmm. And, and I just love that. And it's just, it, I mean, anytime you can get Charles Grodin, I mean, I'm in. So yeah, it's just fun. But anyway, but, so yeah. number three, Dave, President Bill Mitchell, Dave Kovic. Like again, I adore that movie. Had to be on my list of top five. Of course, um, the the one that I'm going to tell you again, I had him on my list. I had Dave as like number one or number two. So, but that said, I'm gonna I'm gonna go another different direction to Mars Attacks. Jack Nicholson. I mean, that's all you got to say is Jack Nicholson. Could he- it is um, J- President James Dale is on my honorable mentions list. Again, I'm I'm trying to get all of your honorable mentions on the list <laughs> because I think that it is. Oh, I got a bunch good. more. Don't worry about that. Uh, no, I, I, I mean, again, it's been a while since I, I watched it, but it's so – I mean, him trying to negotiate, I, I just crack up every time I, I, I think about it. But, you know, the fact that Tim Burton is is the uh, the director on it 
and it's got a whole bunch of uh you know i was looking at the imdb it has three wins and like 19 nominations now half of them aren't from anything you know for best science fiction movie nominated but uh i don't know how that not how that even happened but um but yeah no i mean anytime you get to see jack doing comedy he's just so awful and just so good <laughs> and I just want to eat him up and beat the crap out of him all at the same time. So yeah, that is, he, that's it. Yeah, it doesn't translate well at all. Like the, I don't, the, no, I don't. I don't think that's true. I think that movie is still fun to this day. Okay, I mean, when you look at the cast, <coughs> you've got Jack, you've got Pierce Brosnan, Sarah Jessica Parker, Annette Bening, Michael Ron J. Ford, Fox, of course, because yeah. God knows we have to have Martin Short. I mean, you know. And then, Jack Black, very early Jack Black. Natalie Portman. I, you know, so we got we got a whole bunch of uh, different different people, and I just think that it's a fun movie. And if you have a chance to watch um, any type of flaming horses going down the road, this <laughs> is your movie. That's a that's a good choice. I, I'm glad you picked that one because, like I said, that one was on my. Oh wait, oh, wait. I forgot to say. And anytime you can see Jim Brown in a in a um, uh, Egyptian headdress, I'm in. And boxing an alien. Exactly, because you don't have too many boxing aliens uh, going on. Yeah. All right. So, what's exactly. your next one? So, my number two. Again, I'm sticking with the serious on this one, uh, only because. Again, this is another movie that I watched recently in preparation for this because it had been a long time and I wanted to watch it. I was reminded how much I loved this movie. Uh, I'm sticking with Aaron Sorkin again, and I'm going with President Andrew Shepard, played by Michael Douglas in The American President. That's my number one. Yeah, it's man. It is such a phenomenal portrayal. And again, like we talk about. Michael J. Fox in this movie as well as Lewis uh, and Martin Sheen before he became President Bartlett. He was he was AJ. He was um, uh, I forget his position in the White House. He was the chief of staff. Chief of staff. That's it. Yeah, it is. You know, you have Richard Dreyfuss, Wendy Malick, uh, uh, Samantha Malice, uh, uh, Mathis, um, uh, Icebox from Little Giants was his daughter. Absolutely. In the movie. Annette Benning. Annette, Annette Benning. Of course, Annette Benning. How did I forget Annette Benning? This is another one of those situations where if this is how the president really is or really was, this country would be in a much better place. And I love the fact that in, in addition to jumping right into how everything is in the White House with the staff meetings and dealing with everything. It's also a love story and a romance at the same time. And you have this widowed president finding a love interest and, and kind of the humor that goes along with dealing with that. And that speech that he gives at the end of that movie in regards to, you know, the personal attacks against him and the, and the state of the country is so well written that so much so that if you had only watched that scene, I think that scene alone would be enough to put this character in my top five. Oh, I mean, he, and you have to remember this was, when was this in 1995? Yep. Way before social media is the way it is today. And Imagine this 
this movie done today, holy cow, it would be even worse. Um, you know, they, they, they had a shot of some of the computers and they were a lot of those dot matrix computers. And, you know, they still were the time as bad as it was, it would have been 20 times worse than it, it, it was it, than it is today. Um, oh yeah. You know, I mean, you mean like with the, with, with, um, the social media, the way well, things I, went down. So I mean, so like in regards to okay, so in particular, there's a scene where it's the first scene where Annette Benning, where where Sidney Ellen Wade spends the night with the president, right. and when they wake up in the morning, you know, Lewis is there, AJ is there, everybody's there because the press is lined up outside the door because they all everybody already knows but that the president spent the night with this. You're right. In today's society. It wouldn't have even gotten to the next morning. It would have been that night. Well, no, even when they danced. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, yeah. I mean, oh, it, yeah. It, just the way I, it was all perceived and everything else. And, um, I mean, I, I use – there's the one line where she's trying to make a decision on, and he's on the phone. And he says, Congress takes a shorter time. I use that line all the time. <laughs> But I, you know, what I love about it is when she was going, when she was going into the White House for the first time, and she's talking to the guard, and she's talking about the Capriesque, uh, the Capriesque, yeah, yeah, and 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 the uh, I forget who plays the other woman. Oh, geez, I should know this. Wendy Malik. Yes, and Wendy yep. Malik in her own Wendy Malik way. He doesn't know what that is. Yes, of course I do, because I mean that's his job to know that. Because everybody probably says the same thing. Yeah. And I, I think it was really kind of neat because you really felt as though you were going to the White House for the first time with her. Mm-hmm. And and I just think that, you know, it was it was very, um, you know, the fact that the, the way they courted and then he had to go bomb. And it was just it was well, just not a, But not only that, but again, like we talk about, you know going back to President James Marshall and how he was a family man as, as well as the president, we saw the same thing with Andrew Shep with president Shepard in that, you know, when he's going through his schedule with his prep, with his secretary or his assistant, and he's like, well, make sure you schedule in at three forty-five that I want to go see my daughter. Right. But you know, he is also a family man. He makes sure to prioritize being a father, like as much as he possibly can as the president in a, as with, you know, with everything else that's going on in his life. Well, yeah, because they have meatloaf, meatloaf night all the time. Well, and, that's, and that's the first time his daughter meets meets Sydney, meets an ex exactly. Yeah. So I, it's yeah. I love it. I it, no, I just think it was a it was a good movie and it was my one and two were kind of flip flopping. Yeah, I mean they're, they're all, like I said, there's no bad movie. So. so that was your number one as well then. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, so then, I guess that leaves me with my number one. Yeah. I mean, unless you have anything else you want to say on the American president, I have nothing else to say, and we all know you're number one. So do you now? It, it do better you now? be because I know everybody has been waiting <laughs> for bated breath for you to stand up. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. If anybody wants to hear me do it, it's on the Run for Your Lives podcast where we talk about the movie. Uh, but of course, anybody who knows me knows this is my number one. It is President Thomas Whitmore from Independence Day. Yay! It is 
I mean, you want to talk about like, of course, this is in a fictional science fiction, you know, alien invasion movie, but you know, that doesn't matter. It's, he is, he's retired military. He's a retired, retired pilot. He's a family man in that his daughter, you know, with his daughter and his wife who he loses in the movie, but the speech, you know, you talk about famous movie monologues that president Andrew Shepard and the American president gives a great one. But man, President Whitmore's speech is to the entire world. And it's so motivational. And again, anybody, as Alex kind of mentioned it, you know, jokingly, I went on the Run for Your Lives podcast with Peyton Daphne, and it is at the tail end of the podcast. I recorded because I know that monologue by heart. And I've recorded myself doing it, and I put music behind it and everything. So. You can go over to their podcast if you want to hear me do it. I'm not going to do it on this one. Oh, but, darn. I, I feel mean, so bad. It, it was a no-brainer for me. Like, when you talk about favorite fictional presidents, uh, President Whitmore from Independence Day was my number one. There was no question in my mind. He is my favorite fictional president. Of course he is. Yeah. And, and if he wasn't, we'd have a problem. We'd have to re-record this. It, it, there, well, yeah. When you go through the top five and you start at five and you get through five, four, three, and two, and Whitmore doesn't come up, you know he's my number one. And if he's not my number one, there, like you said, there's a problem. I mean, that's all you do is talk. I know. We know you like Independence Day. I know. We know. I do not talk about Independence Day that much. No, I know you don't. <laughs> I don't talk about it that much. Um, so what are your animal mentions? I love it when you take over my podcast anytime. You know what? I'm so used to it. I'm sorry. (laughs) And I I really tried to make sure that I didn't do it and I do it all the time. Sorry, guys. It just – it becomes natural to you. It's fine. Uh, But no, I'm going to start with you on this one, Alex. What are some of your honorable mentions on your list? Right now, and I don't know if it actually uh, fits the criteria, but I – I love, and it's not an American president, so to speak. It's so, fine. It doesn't say U.S. president, just as fictional president. Okay, because I love the the president from the Fifth Element. Oh, th- and that's um, it's not it, it's tiny. Um, yeah, I, 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 I just I, it just came into my head. I forget his real name. I know. Oh, um, it's gonna bother me. If I don't look it up. Uh, But yeah, I know. I think like his nickname is tiny um, Tom Lister. That's what that's That's right. Tiny Tom Lister. That's right. Uh, Yeah. President Lindbergh from Fifth Element. Um, President of the of the Earth. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, if we didn't mention him and he really should be on the list, I just. But Morgan Freeman and Deep Impact. I Deep mean, Impact. I can't, I can't even. Re- I can't even believe we forgot about. Not that we forgot about him, but you know, he should be on that that top five list. I just kind of wanted to go with some some crazy ones. And um, one last one that I was just thinking about is, and this is one of my favorite movies: Alan Alda and Canadian Bacon. Oh, God, I haven't seen that movie in years. I know, and it's awesome. 
because they're the, going the John Candy movie, right? Yeah, they're gonna yeah. they're 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 trying to invade us with Samboni technology. <laughs> That's right. I have not seen that movie in years. I need to go back and rewatch that. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. So that is, is such a ridiculous concept. Uh, I have a couple that have that haven't been mentioned yet. I mean, obviously, I mentioned Dwayne Elizondo, Mountain Dew, Herbert Camacho from Idiocracy already. Um, but uh, David, President David Palmer from Twenty Four. You know, Dennis Haysburg is an amazing president in the series Twenty Four. Uh, Tom Kirkman, played by. Um, uh, Kiefer Sutherland in the television show Designated Survivor. He yeah. is he is a president not by choice. In that the president as well as everybody above him is killed in a bombing, and he is the next in line. But he steps up and he does the job, and he becomes a fantastic president. Uh, Jack Stanton. This is a little bit of an exception. Uh, Jack President Jack Stanton, played by. Um, John Travolta in Primary Colors. It technically counts, even though he doesn't become the president until the last five minutes of the movie. He's still Governor Stanton throughout the entire run of the movie. Uh, And the only other one I have left on my list that hasn't been mentioned is President Tom Dobbs, played by Robin Williams in Man of the Year. Of course. I I was Um, getting a little worried. President by... Uh, president by mistake, but still, while he's president, he's a great president, and his campaign leading up to presidency is fantastic. It's, I mean, it's Robin Williams. How could you go wrong? Exactly with with him. Um, but that's all I have on my honorable mentions as well. I think, yeah, all because you mentioned, you know, President Kramer and President Douglas from My Fellow Americans, and you mentioned President Dale from Mars Attacks, which were also in my honorable mentions. Oh, that's so, so funny how we – I really tried to stump you a couple of times, and we still managed to get to where we were. I'm, I'm just – you know what's funny, too, is when I was going through and I was looking at my honorable mentions, I added My Fellow Americans last night because that was one of those ones where I looked at it and I was like, nobody's going to remember that movie. So I'm going to put it and I'm going to throw everybody for a loop. And then you put it in your top five. I was like, well, okay. Uh, I'm glad other people know of that movie. You know what? It worked out. We need to bring these movies up because they're, they're still good movies and, and they're still funny movies. And like I said, funny is funny. So people should watch them because if we can't, I don't. I forget who said it, but if you can't, you know, make fun of the government, what can you do? You know, it's like you got to be able to look at it in a in a lighthearted way sometimes because it's too serious not to. Yeah, and that was one of the things too. Like I knew, I was glad to have you on for this topic because, like, I knew, like, talking about fictional presidents and talking about it on President's Day, there's so much, you know, turmoil and, and strife in the government today disagreements between people. I didn't want this episode to get political and it didn't. So I was really happy about that. We focused on the entertainment aspect of it and that's what I really wanted. So, yeah, no, I mean, that's, uh, that's what you have to do because uh, you know, like the West wing there's, it doesn't get any less political than that, but it's not about that. It's about the portrayal of the character. Yeah, exactly. you, You know, you look at, you look at a show and it has nothing to do with the president, but, um, Newsroom. Oh my God. Newsroom was an incredible series. It's an incredible series, but, and it, and it was based on true events, you know, quote unquote, 
but it was so great. And it, I, and it came out right out of the box. The first scene. I was just going to say, the first scene of that show with, um, oh, God, why can't I think of his name? Oh, Daniel. Um, uh, Jeff Daniels. Yeah, yeah. Um, the first scene with him. America's not the greatest country anymore. America's not the greatest any, uh, country anymore. I was like, I remember watching that free scene. I was like, by the end of that scene, I was like, yep. I'm in. I don't care what the rest of the series is about. I'm I'm in. And I think that's Aaron Sorkin again, too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's but yeah. what I love about that speech more than anything. And what does he say at the end? He says, but it could be. But it can be. Yeah. And and I think, you know, I'm gonna make it political in this sense. Okay. What I love about that scene, if more people did this, he should he he addressed the problem. And he came up with solutions. And I think if we did that more, our, our our government would be better. But at the same time, we're talking fictional presidents and we're trying to get the best out of the funniest. Yeah, very true. Uh, so great top five from both of us. There were a great couple of surprises in there, which makes me very happy, uh, including our... Um, our honorable mentions as well. But before I let you go, Alex, I want you to tell people about the two podcasts that you have going on right now. I want you to like let the listeners know what they are, what they're about and where they can, where they can find them. Great. Um, right now I'm doing a, a podcast with Lizzie. For, uh, it's called the what is from cast. It's an MGM plus show. It's got 20 episodes out. It's actually filming as we speak in Canada for the third season. And it's based, uh, it's the writers and directors of lost. <laughs> and what they're did, what they did was these people are in this town. They're trapped in this town. They can't leave. And at night monsters come out and try to kill them. And Harold Pernod is the sheriff slash main star. But I have to say, Although he's the main star, there is a lot of stars in this in terms of the way they've been acting. And it's a puzzle show similar to Lost uh, where you have to – every little bit is is important. And we're, we're currently doing a rewatch of all the episodes. So we're trying to take a little bit of a deep dive and <clears throat> find out what the hell is going on. Uh, the other one that I'm doing is because I podcast so much, my daughter – last year decided that she wanted to podcast with me and I'm like, what do you want to podcast on? So we created the daddy daughter bookworms and we review books that she does. Um, it's, it's lighthearted. We we've got about, like I said, 15, 20 episodes and we're actually at the time of this podcast, we're going to be starting to do some lives in person podcasting. Uh, we're going to, uh, one of our local libraries and we're going to review a book and then probably interview the librarian as well. And, you know, it's funny because when you start this whole thing, you just get a mic and now mm -hmm. she wants the podcast. Now I have a, uh, a zoom P four and an extra mic and an arm boom for her. And, and I have to say, you know, she is just as professional as any other podcaster. She, that's great. She reads, she reads her lines. We, we script everything and um, I'm doing some other things on podcastica. You know, we did Loki verse and we're doing um, uh, echo 
thank you for telling me what I'm, I'm podcasting about. <laughs> Well, We're look, doing. You, you you like to take over my podcast, so I like to tell you what you're podcasting on. And actually, you could actually <laughs> not that I don't want to, but you could actually do that one. No, actually, if you're if you're into the Marvel universe, Echo is actually so cool. If you like those '80s '90s um, Saturday afternoon shows like Knight Rider or or you know something like that, M- Maya is so cool on Echo. It's such a big difference from the rest of the MCU. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not the hugest MCU person, but well, thank God we have people like Kirk and Penny who, uh, you know, Kirk uh, Manley, who's the most knowledgeable person I think I know. I don't know about you um, when it comes to Marvel. And I mean, he's been reading comics since forever and Penny just got done with uh, She-Hulk. So I just uh, kind of drive the conversation and hope that, you know, I can get a word in that makes sense. <laughs> are you excited? I know you said you said you're not the biggest MCU fan, but are you excited for Fantastic Four now that we know the cast? I'm excited the fact that, that we finally know the cast, yes. And I I am looking forward to Fantastic Four. I will admit I have not watched any of the Deadpools. I saw the new trailer. Wait, I saw the new trailer, and I am really gonna have to go back and watch them. You need to watch. Um, you need to watch the first two Deadpool movies, and I'll even throw out there: watch Once Upon a Deadpool. It is. Um, de- it is the second Deadpool movie, but told more family friendly, if that's even possible. Um, they change the way it's told and it's actually told from Deadpool's perspective uh, in the set, in the way the princess bride was told, but the way that um, in the same way that the, that the, the grandfather was in there telling the story to Fred Savage, right? Deadpool is also in the bedroom telling the story to Fred Savage because he has him kidnapped tied to a bed. Oh, that's great! I definitely <laughs> have to go like, like watch that. Yeah, those movies are are so are so much fun, and I can't wait. I'm so stoked my, for Deadpool and Wolverine. You know, my only thing is about the whole MCU. You know, we did Loki, which was great, and I just don't know where it's going to go. And well, Loki, while, I believe, is finished. Well, no, Loki's finished, but he's yeah. not finished in the MCU. No, I think he is. I think that was the wrap up of his character because. If you look at Deadpool, they go back to the TVA, which he's in charge of. No, he's not in charge of the TVA anymore. He's now basically in charge of the Tree of Life. I think Loki's character is finished. We'll see. Um, I mean, I hope not, but it's nice to it's nice to be back at the TVA. We'll say that. So yeah, um, um, you know, I, I did. Fi- I did. I know we're talking way Marvel on this, and I promise this will be the last thing I have to say too. But I did notice too to anybody, and again, spoiler for anybody who hasn't seen Loki. Um, if you haven't, what the hell are you waiting for? Um, if you notice the 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 tree of life or the tree of time, whatever it is, when Loki takes his seat at the throne, that is the tree. How everything is glowing green. Right. Do you do you remember what the color of the time stone is? Green. green. Yeah, yeah. We talked about that in the Loki cast. Yeah. Oh, did you? Okay, good. Yeah. Um, yeah no, no, no. It's 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 very. It, Loki was was done really well, and I think they. It's a shame that 
um, Kang had a little. He'll be problem. recast. It'll be fine. No, I'm just saying it's a shame, but it's also going to be interesting to see what they do with with uh, Daredevil and and Echo and all the other stuff that's going to come along with it. So I'm really looking forward to that as well. Me too. Uh, so what is from cast Echo? They can all be found on Podcastica, which is podcastica.com. Uh, so go over there and check out those podcasts as well as everything else that's on there. How can people find Daddy Daughter Bookworms? You just go to daddydaughterbookworms.com and it's on all the platforms. If you search it, Daddy Daughter Bookworms on Instagram as well as your favorite podcasting platform. Oh, perfect. That's that's easy enough. Uh, Alex, thank you so much for coming on and doing this. I'm, I'm glad we got to do this. I'm glad I got the podcast with you again because it feels like it's been forever. It has, yeah. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, make sure you guys go over and check out all of Alex's podcasts. As he mentioned, uh, there'll be links in the show notes as well where you can go and find everything. Alex, thank you again for coming on. Uh, but make sure you guys stay tuned as we're going to go into the Wilhelm post-credit. Welcome everybody into the Wilhelm post credit. Again, apologies one one more time for the oh man, the the mist setting of my microphone and for me sounding the way I did on that one, it you know, again, I'm embarrassed cuz it's unprofessional. I I've been doing this for 10 years now and I missed that setting. Something happened with the computer. I'd like to blame the computer, but look, I'm the one that should have checked it. It's my fault. And again, I have a future episode coming up. The top five favorite baseball movies coming up in a couple weeks is going to be the same issue. So I'm apologizing ahead of time for that. And I'll apologize to you again during the post credit for that. So thank you for sticking with it. If you got this far, I appreciate it. But it is time to go into some listener feedback for this episode, which the feedback is starting to come in more and more. And I'm loving that. So Please keep that feedback coming for future episodes. I'm going to give you the rundown of some of the episodes that are coming up because uh, there's a lot now. There's a lot of episodes in pre-production, so they're going to be coming up. I'm going to give you the rundown of that. But first, let's go into some of the listener feedback for this and some of the presidents that you chose as some of your favorite fictional presidents. Uh, first piece of feedback comes from Megan Divey-Lehman. She says, Dave from the movie Dave and Bill Pullman in Independence Day, naturally. Of course, they're two that were in my top five. I mean, how can you not go with uh, with either one of them? Perfect ones to start off with. Megan, thank you. Uh, next piece comes from Kevin Gallagher. He says, President Thomas J. Whitmore, again, the Independence Day reference, and President David Palmer. Uh, one of my honorable mentions from 24. So, of course, uh, the played by the wonderful Dennis Haysbert. So, I still need to watch 24. Man, I, I watched it when it was on for the first couple seasons, and I fell out of it. I know President David Palmer isn't the president the whole time, but, you know, uh, uh, I'll get to it. I got a lot. I, as I mentioned in the podcast, I still got to finish The West Wing. And I did learn something. <laughs> uh, I mentioned that I know that, you know, Jeb Bartlett is not the president the whole time. I was wrong. He is the president all eight seasons of The West Wing. It takes place over both of his terms. So a little bit of something from the corrections department there. Uh, next up. Uh, my friend Michael A. Sullivan, who's been on the podcast before, he says, President Dwayne Elizondo, Mountain Dew, Herbert Camacho. He got shit done, hired, not sure, and the crops grew. Man, 
I love Terry Crews. Seriously. I'm hoping to get him on the podcast one day, but he is incredibly busy. Uh, I've reached out to his people before, and he's just with America's Got Talent and everything else that he's doing. He is just an incredibly busy uh, human being, but fingers crossed. Fingers crossed it's going to happen one day. Uh, next up, my great friend Jill, uh, Jillian Moreau. She says, favorite has got to be Bill Pullman in Independence Day for sure. That speech still gets me fired up and gives me chills every time. Other notable ones for me would have to be Morgan Freeman in Deep Impact and Harrison Ford in Air Force One. Uh, Jill, as I mentioned, and to anybody else out there, that speech, still one of the greatest movie speeches of all time, in my opinion. And if you want to hear me uh, do a rendition of it with music and everything, go check out the Run For Your Lives podcast over on Podcastica, uh, podcastica.com. Pake and Daphne had me on to talk about the movie, and I recorded myself doing the monologue of that speech, and they played it at the end of the podcast. So if you want to hear it, go over there, because I'm not going to do it again. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, next up comes from Nathan, Nathan Moreau, uh, Jill's wonderful husband. And he says, I would have to say my favorites are Michael Douglas and the American president, how he handles all of the different situations within the White House and all of the people around him was perfect. Next would be Bill Pullman in Independence Day, then Danny Glover in 2012. Oh, that was one that wasn't mentioned. Good call on that one. Uh, in his decision to stay behind and go down with the ship or get crushed by it, in that case. Uh, next would be Aaron Eckhart in Olympus Has Fallen, another one we didn't mention, uh, with handling a hostage situation. And last would be the same scenario, only in the sky, with Harrison Ford in Air Force One. Get off my plane. That was my, my best Harrison Ford impression. And similarly to the Independence Day one, you'll never get it again. So might be better off with that. Last up for feedback comes from Alex Kruger, who is actually going to be on the top five favorite baseball movies episode uh, with me. We already recorded it. And again, same microphone issue. Apologizing again ahead of time. Alex was a great guest and it was his first ever podcast. So I'm telling you right now, I'm plugging it right now. Make sure you check that one out when it comes out because Alex was awesome for his first time ever on a podcast. Putting that out there now. Uh, but he did leave feedback for this episode, and he says, I've been thinking about this ever since you posted it last week. My freshman year of high school, I got to watch the greatest representation of what I always wanted from a commander-in-chief. There has never been a reason for me to look for another, because no one can top Martin Sheen's portrayal of President Josiah Bartlett on the West Wing. Jeb Bartlett cared about his country, treated his staff like family, and acted with honor. He was smart funny, tough, and kindest, to and, and kindest to laugh your ass off. Watch the scene of him in the Oval Office after taking his back, uh, after taking his back pain meds. Uh, you want to cry tears, watch two cathedrals, you want to run through a brick wall, Jeb can get you there. So in summary, Jeb Bartlett is all five of my top five selections, and I have no problem with that at all. Bartlett for America. Hey, look, as I mentioned, he ran, he was president for eight years and eight seasons, so he could technically be your top eight, I guess, maybe? each year of his presidency you just chose like five years of his presidency i don't know but thank you to to alex to mike to nathan to jill to kevin megan everybody who left me feedback i greatly appreciate it and i encourage you guys for future episodes please leave me feedback uh and i will read it um 
I'll read it on the podcast, or if you send it to me in a voicemail, I'm going to play it on the podcast. I love all feedback, and I'm happy to share all of it with all of the list, well, all of the listeners out there as well. Easiest way to do that, go visit the website, wilhelmpodcast.com. There you'll find links on where to listen, subscribe, and leave feedback. Or you can always email me directly, feedback at wilhelmpodcast.com. Send me an email there, or you can record yourself, as I mentioned, in a voicemail, and you can send me the voicemail through the email, and I will play it on the podcast if you kind of want to get your voice heard. Uh, Speaking of getting voices heard, the Patreon. The Patreon is coming along very nicely. I've got all the tiers outlined. I just kind of have to finalize a couple more things, and I'm really hoping that by the end of the month, the Patreon is going to go live, and the Patreon is purely just to support me and support the podcast. Uh, And by support me, I don't mean help me make money. It's basically just to help me offset costs of doing this because I love doing this, and I want to, you know, be able to to bring some things to you guys in thanks for helping to support me without kind of like picking your pocket and robbing you at the same time. So I've got some great stuff lined up for incentives to join the Patreon. It's coming hopefully by the end of the month. As I mentioned, I just have to finalize a couple things and I'll post it on Facebook and on social and I'll mention it on the episodes when it goes live as well. Uh, one of the things that you'll get, I'll give you a little bit of a tease if you uh, if you contribute to the Patreon, you're going to get a shout out. Every episode of the podcast, when I do these post credits, you're going to get a shout out. Personalized shout out every episode, every time that you contribute to to the Patreon. So that's just one little thing. But I got giveaways. I got a bunch of little stuff. So again, keep an eye out. Upcoming episodes. I got a bunch. As I mentioned, there's a bunch in pre-production and, and production right now. Um, I got a review of Dune Part 2 coming up. Uh, probably relatively soon after here, after you're hearing this, you're hearing this on President's Day or sometime shortly after. Hopefully, I'm going to an advanced screening of it this coming Tuesday, uh, September September 20th. Uh, Tuesday, September 20th. So about a week and a half before the movie releases, I get to see the movie, and I'm I can't wait. I'm so excited. Some advanced reviews are already saying it's one of the best science fiction movies of all time. We'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm going to go check it out, and I'm going to give you guys the spoiler-free review of that when that happens. So look out for that. Uh, other than that, I mentioned the top five favorite baseball movies episode. That's coming up uh, coming up soon. Uh, Wilhelm Spotlight. I'm going to be replaying my panel with Peter Cullen, a.k.a. Optimus Prime, from Fan Expo 2023. Uh, after that, top five favorite movies you'll never outgrow. I'm so excited for this one because I get to go back and watch a bunch of movies from my childhood. Uh, and then my friend Mike uh, Mike G, who I work with with Rhode Island Comic Con, he's going to be coming on for me with that episode to reveal his top five. Uh, there's going to be another episode of Movie Swap with Kristen and I coming up in which uh, I gave her Baby Driver and she gave me Zodiac, two movies that each of us has never seen before. She's never seen Baby Driver. I've never seen Zodiac. So we assigned those movies to each other uh, and we're going to be coming back on to talk about it and give each other our thoughts on those movies Uh, another Wilhelm Spotlight Christy Swanson I'm going to be replaying my panel from uh, Contropolis New Jersey 
So look out for that. Uh, we're going to do a WWE-themed episode soon with my buddy Lewis Perry, uh, one of the greats from Rhode Island Comic Con. He is the man. Uh, so I'm totally looking forward to him coming on. We haven't figured out exactly what the theme of that one's going to be, but it's going to be a top five, uh, and it's going to be promoting WrestleMania coming up here in Philadelphia, where I'm from. Uh, and I'm going to be in attendance for that as well. So we're going to do a WWE-themed episode. Uh, I got another Wilhelm Spotlight coming up with Anson Mount from Star Trek Strange New Worlds. That's going to be a replay of my panel from him uh, with him from Rhode Island Comic Con last year last year in 2023. And then, of course, uh, Steve Brown is going to be coming back on at one point to do top five favorite Sylvester Stallone movies. Uh, these are just a couple episodes that are in pre-production and, pre and production right now. Uh, there's many other things currently in the works. I've, I've got guest negotiations happening for some future guests. We're still trying to get Mark Summers to come on. He's got a new stage play about his life. So uh, potentially he's going to be coming on to talk about that. My buddy Dante Basco is still planning on coming on. We're trying to get the scheduling down. Uh, scheduling down. Uh, Daniel Ross, an Emmy Award winning voice actor, is going to be coming on. He's currently the voice of Grimace in the McDonald's commercials uh, and the current voice of Donald Duck in Disney. Uh, and he's just a great guy. So I've worked with him. He, he's going to be a lot of fun. So there's a lot of things in the works. If you can't tell, trying to get through this without, you know, kind of stretching things out. So I'm going to wrap it up here. I want to thank you guys for listening. Again, apologies for the technical difficulties with my microphone. Uh, there is still one more episode where that is going to be in effect. And once we get through that, I promise it's not going to happen again. Knock, knock on wood. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you guys for being a part of it when you send in feedback. I hope you guys uh, tell people about the podcast. Let people know about it. Get me more listeners. And of course, uh, be sure to review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, those reviews really help other people to find the podcast. And that really helps in supporting me as well. So whatever platform you're listening on, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, whatever, do me a favor, go and leave a review. Uh, it could be a four-star, five-star, hopefully five-star, let's be real. Uh, and then some, just some kind of written thing, just saying what you like about that. Or if you don't want to do it on a podcast uh, platform, you can always go to wilhelmpodcast.com and leave me a review there too. Those reviews help just as much. Um, but thank you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, thank you for everything else. Go over to podcastica.com. Check out all the great stuff over there. Be sure to ch uh, follow revisitedpod.com, which is re the revisited podcast, my other podcast I do with my friend Kristen, where we're currently sorry um stumbled over my words one more time take two this isn't getting edited out you're hearing all of this where we're currently covering ted lasso and we're in season two uh, and we're having so much fun with that but uh until next time i will see you guys on another episode of wilhelm bye-bye